Hi, everyone, and welcome to Talk on Topics. Today, we have special guest Morgan, who is an artist. How are you doing, Morgan? I'm doing great. Doing great. That is so awesome. I'm so excited to have you with us today. So Morgan is an artist. Morgan, tell us a little bit about your artistry. Okay, so I am a R&B singer, but I sing everything. I'm based out of Charlotte, North Carolina. I have a band. We perform everything. So whatever, whatever the client wants, you know, weddings, country, rock, all of that. Um, I'm currently working on my EP. It's called The Evolution of Mo. And it's basically just about my journey in life and, you know, journey to to higher self-esteem and and where I am now and the mistakes that I made along the way. And the songs are inspired by that. Wow, that sounds beautiful. What? Um, so how long have you been singing? Um, all my life. So in, in the church. Okay, in the church. Yeah. You started in the church. And how did you and your band come to be? Um, so I started out singing with this band in Charlotte called Hip Hop Orchestrated. Because at first my dream was, I was like, oh, I would love to just sing backup for a band. I really want to sing with a band. I don't know if you hear that squeak in the background, my dog. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but I started out singing with Hip Hop Orchestrated. And then from there, I kind of just got on the scene here in Charlotte, just knowing different people. And at first, my band, which is me and a piano player named Malik Barber, he's the first piano player I ever worked with. And then from there, as the gigs start rolling in and the money starts rolling in, no, I can't play right now. Um, as all that starts rolling in, um, I started making connections with other musicians and kind of just, it kind of just happened to be honest. I just woke up one day, I was like, oh, I'm working a little bit. So, what does your band consist of? A piano player, bass player? Piano, bass, drums, myself, um, sometimes a backup singer. Okay, so you're the lead singer. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's cool. Why do you do live shows? I do. I haven't in a while. I've been on a bit of a hiatus, but I do live shows. I need to get back to it, but yeah. Well, with COVID and everything. Yeah, right. COVID and, and just life. So tell me a little bit about your journey. So my journey has been, obviously, I sing about love and, and sex a lot. Like, I love my lyrics. They are, they're very vulgar. It is music for adults. Um, I do curse <laughs> <laughs> a lot in there. Um, currently, my journey has landed me in celibacy currently. Mm, that's beautiful. That's where I'm at. And it's just funny because a lot of my people are like, well, all you sing about is sex. I'm like, well... <laughs> we all we all make mistakes <laughs> but um just about having self better self-esteem and just going through different dating dating situations and not feeling worthy and just very much in my masculine prove myself energy mm -hmm. and now I'm more focused on like well do I like him as opposed to you know Oh, I hope you like it. Let me do this, this, and that. No, I'm sit back, let you lead. I'm gonna give you my requirements and what I expect. Wow, good. And you know, hopefully you can meet that. If you can't, then that's okay. I wasn't the one for you. You weren't the one for me. Good luck to you. <laughs> How did you reach that level of confidence? Like, if you could give um, some to the audience tips, um, I'll say 
having a good support system and friends that hold me accountable. Um, definitely therapy. I'm big on that. Because the thing about it is, it's like I'll be getting ready to make some bad decisions. I'm like, dang, what is my therapist going to say? Okay. <laughs> you know, but um, I went through that and then I went through a lot of heartbreak. And I just remember the last situation I was in, I was just like, God, I don't ever want to feel this way again. I don't ever want to be in this situation again. I don't ever want to continue to give my energy and my good loving away to somebody that where to them it's just for the moment. But me, I'm in things for the long call. So all of my music is inspired by that. I do have a song on my EP called Surrender. And it's just about letting shit go. You know what? I was like, you know, I'm letting it go. (laughs) I can't, I can't hold on to things and people that don't want me truly, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What are the benefits of letting go? Oh, I would say a balanced nervous system. Mm. I, I didn't realize how unbalanced my nervous system was until I became celibate, honestly. Mm. And just like not having all that energy on you. Because the thing about it is when you're connecting with these people, you might be the only person that, you know, you might be the, they might be the only person that you're sleeping with. But oftentimes it's not the same for the other person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Keisha could be sleeping with Raekwon. Mm. And Raekwon is sleeping with Tamika, who's sleeping with John John, and it just goes on and on and on. And then you have all this, it's just a lot. So I would say definitely having a balanced nervous system, um, less stress, um, a balanced pH. I'll say that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, just keeping it real. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, like I yeah, I've, I've had a balanced pH. I haven't had any. For, for a year. It's been about a year of celibacy and no issues. Like, who uh, knows? The more you know. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> what other, like, do you feel empowered now that you're celibate? What are some benefits to celibacy? I was always um, experienced. You really get to know guys mm-hmm. when you take that off of the table and you're not so blinded because, you know, it's, I don't know the technical terms, but, you know, scientifically, it's, you know, those chemicals get to go in just to get the flow in. And you're just blinded. But I can really see people for for who they are. Really? And now I look at dating as more of more of a courtship. Like, no, I'm not coming to your house to kick it. It's chill. Take yeah. me on a date. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like, I told, I told one guy, um, he wanted to link with me today, but I'm just not in the, I don't do last minute. Um, stuff just because one, I have a, a packed schedule, and two, I just feel like it's a sign of respect. Yes. Um, I that I'm involved to respect my time, and yes. I just think it is rude. I mean, because he's never invited me to last minute stuff before, but I was like, hey, you know, I don't really do last minute stuff, but if you do want to see me again, you got my email, you got my phone. I do Google Calendar invites. Um, <laughs> let, me know ahead of, let me know ahead of time because I don't do last minute stuff, which honestly, I really don't. Um, but yeah, just getting to know people better um of course a better connection with god better self-esteem mm. like because child these people out here have you have you depressed and thinking that you not this and you are yes <laughs> hey it could be, <laughs> be a mess so through your music you kind of um do you think that that was like a healing tool for you writing oh definitely 
Definitely. I'm currently working on a song. I haven't finished it yet, but the song is like, you know, just, just me calling in my destiny and just having a strong, secure, knowing like the next, I'm like, the next man touch my body going to be my husband. Like he's going to be for life. That That's just what I believe. That's what I have a deep knowing. Of course, you know, you have the naysayers. People like, oh, no guy's going to want to date you because it's safe. Well, I think I'm worth the wait. Yes. I don't care. I, I don't, I don't know what I have to gain from sleeping with people casually. Oh, I really don't. Now, some some women they may enjoy it, and that's fine, because you know everything isn't for everybody. I don't judge people saying, "Oh, you have to do what I'm doing." This is just what works for me. Right. For me personally, kudos to the women that do have that. But I don't have tough skin like that to where I could just casually sleep with people yeah. and not catch feelings. Because after we have sex, I'm like, we go together real bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, uh, yeah, my said, like we go together real bad at this point. So I'm. I'm no longer putting myself in those situations and just like holding myself accountable to my boundaries because I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, every person I date with, they're, they're bad guys, bad men. No, I'm not going to say that because the person only does what you allow. I'm going to say I lacked boundaries and yeah. I didn't enforce them. So now boundaries looks like, you know, guys that and it's, as soon as I want to celebrate, here comes dudes I've had crushes on for ages. I thought were totally out of my league approaching me. But I have to say no because of the the boundary of celibacy or just other non-negotiables and requirements that I know they don't meet. So I'm like, dang, you fine, but no. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you have a heightened sense of awareness. What? How did you develop your self-awareness? Are there things that you did? Hmm. How did I develop my self-awareness? I would say definitely from um, doing a lot of journaling. Ooh. I do what you call, even before therapy, I do what you call progress support. What's that? When I'm dating someone and, or just people in my life. Um, I'll do a monthly check-in and I'll write in my journal the person's name. I'm like, okay, so this is what's going on. This is what it got me effed up. This is where, you know. And then a month later, I'll go back and read. I'm like, hmm, still ain't made no progress. And they heard me the first time. For me, going back, looking at those journals and realizing those red flags mm-hmm. and then through me having, you know, a therapist slash dating coach to guide me through stuff like the red flags be so blaring now. Like mm. it, I used to I used to be like, oh, well, maybe I can change them. Mm. Well, maybe, oh, well. No. Certain stuff like uh, you got how many you got? How many kids? You got how many baby mom? No. Mm. Oh, you, you're not sexually disciplined? Oh, you got a passport? No. Like, <laughs> it's just certain stuff. So I would definitely say just I'm able to go back and look at my journals and look at traits that people that have um, neglected me and abused me in the past. Mm. And I can, like, compare that to people that I'm now meeting and seeing, you know, if they exhibit those traits and things like that. Because I definitely recommend it to every woman. Keep progress reports. Keep... Because you sometimes you don't realize how long you've been dealing with something. Mm, wow, I like that. Especially when you're in the environment and you've almost normalized the dysfunction. Yeah. Yes. And I, I hate that in the black community. We love to normalize dysfunction. And I know, like I always say to myself, I move the way I move for my unborn children. Like I know it, it ends with me. 
Thank and you. There are a lot of things that we think we can do casually, but really it's damaging. Like yeah. how you casually having babies with people, that's damaging. Yeah. What about the children? You got you have to think about think about that. So that's, that's just where I'm at and my music. I'm I'm gonna be honest, a lot of it is about negative experiences, but now that I'm coming out of heartbreak and stuff like that, I got some positive tracks. Positive self-love, you know, then there'll be some love songs, you know, Mr. Wright comes along to inspire that. I mean, and even when you're singing about heartbreak, I'm sure that there are tools or information through those songs that can help others heal. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I do have some lyrics that I feel like are very, very inspiring. Like in my song, Rock Your World on the Bridge, I say never an option, never a favorite, never number one. You deserve to be the only. Like, Those are words. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Now and now I'm finally living by it. I was I was talking it for a while, but I wasn't walking it. I can definitely mm-hmm. I can definitely admit to that. Being in alignment with what yes. you and with what you do. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. It's hard because then you have to let people go. You have to say, "Well, our time is up." You know, you were no longer in alignment with what I want for my life. And it can be lonely. You can miss people. You can miss the connection, the friendship you have with people. But you have to know ultimately that that it's not that. Like, <laughs> that's not it at all. Why do you think that so many of us in the urban community, the black community, were so mm-hmm. hesitant to reach out for help? Like with therapy, and you said you're going through coaching. A lot of black people, like friends who and family who've never been to coaching and never even yeah or therapist. <laughs> and a lot of people are like that. Um, that's that's another thing. That's that's on my list of non-negotiables. Like, there, you want to go therapy? You want to go to therapy? You want to go through it? You want to go through a psych evaluation? Because let me tell you something. Huh? That's one of your dating questions. It is. Wow. It is. If somebody really, if you're really serious about me and you want to have a relationship with me and, you know, we're leading to marriage and stuff, I feel like I don't, I'll go through, I want my man to go through a psych evaluation because oftentimes I have found that unknowingly I was dating people that had mental disabilities that were abusing me. Ooh. Now, a lot of women go through that. Yes. You know, I don't know if you saw or not, um, Metro Boomin, his mom just got killed by her boyfriend. This happens all the time with black women. We we're out here dating people that really we should be praying for them. Instead of dating these men, we should be praying for them and turn them to the next therapist. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I need to know what I'm dealing with. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How did you become so firm on your boundaries? Was it just the experiences you went through or was there a process? experiences like just being stubborn like but now i'm like okay god i'm not gonna learn the hard way because god will allow people to hurt you over and over and over and over because you 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 have to finally choose yourself Ooh, i love it so that it was not easy so that's why i don't mind imparting my wisdom to people because it's like listen do not don't learn the hard way like i had to like but I know, you know, sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm, I was definitely like, oh, you can't tell me nothing about my man. You can't tell me nothing. Been there, done that too. Like, 
don't, I don't care. I don't care who you sleeping with. I don't care if you whooping my head. I don't care. That's how I was. <laughs> but now, I need to know. I'm proud of you. You have a strong story. So through your music, it's kind of therapeutic then, in a sense. Oh, definitely. You're sharing definitely your story and you're sharing some of the things that you went through and you sound definitely like you have a strong sense of self-awareness. You have healthy boundaries and your self-love tank is up there. Your self-worth, yeah. it's beautiful. It be, it be lonely, but I mean, it is what it is. Because I mean, the thing about it is like, I'll meet guys and they'll be really into me. But once they realize, like, dang, she's really celibate. Or dang, I can't. Like, I got one guy. I had a straight up say, like, look, I don't negotiate my boundaries. Good. Cut them off. Because it's like, women, we make it so easy. Especially in America. We make it so easy. We have to raise the bar. We have to raise the standards. We make it so freaking easy. A man can meet a woman today and get her in bed today. That's well. so easy. You can go on the internet and order you sub. Literally. So then they meet someone like me and it's like, well, but I, I mean, I get it. More more power to them. Playing, but that's right? rare. And, and I kind of feel like anything that's, like anything I've ever worked hard for, I value. And the exactly. things that like were just given to me, handed to me, unfortunately, I didn't value it as much. Mm-hmm. And it took a process. I had to think about this, you know, when it comes to learning my lessons. It took a process for me to get my college degree, to get my driver's license. So maybe it's going to take a process to meet that healthy partner. It's not going to be like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And when sometimes when it's just too easy, when it's too accessible, when like your right. boundaries aren't where they need to be and yeah. men can just walk all over. Heavy, heavy on the accessible. I used to be the girl like any time of day or night you call me, you want to see me, I'm there. I don't care. I'm there. I'm hopping in the Uber. I'm there. <laughs> but now it's just like, well, one, I have things to do because it's like I have more to do with my life than sit around waiting on a man. So it's just like you got to respect my time. Like, no, I don't want to link up with you last minute. Right. Let's let's go look at some art. You can set a date. We can go look at some art. You know, we can go enjoy a nice meal. You take me shopping. <laughs> all of that. <laughs> it's more different. We can we can have a spa day. We can go to the spa. We can get a massage together. Get a petty. Eat all that. But I mean, if you respect someone, like you said, you earn it. You know where. Where are my flowers, my random gifts? Like, exactly, exactly. I love a woman with a standard. Look at that. <laughs> you gotta keep yourself, shoot. Like, I'm a firm believer. Like, I'm not gonna wait on somebody. Like, I take myself out all the time. Me too. Okay, self self care dates. Thank you. It starts with you. It starts with me. It, exactly. You gotta show them. How, you gotta show them. How to treat you. You have to set the standard and you have to maintain it. And you got to be willing to walk away. And yeah. I was very hesitant to walk away. But now I'm like. This is. Peace. So tell me, um, I want to ask you just another, maybe one or two questions. Um, mm-hmm. 
how did you get into rock and roll from church to rock and roll to R&B? Um, in middle school, in middle school, I used to listen to like Paramore, Green Day. In the morning, MT, MTV, they play the videos in the morning. I'd be getting ready to catch the bus. Uh-huh. Like, Six o'clock in the morning. And I would hear it then. And I just kind of, I, I just like it. I, I put like a, a R&B twist on it. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if viewers want to like listen to any of your music, where can they find um, your music? Oh, yes. I haven't said any of my social media handout handles. Okay. So Instagram, it's Morgan underscore Gala, G-A-Y-L-A. TikTok, I'm going to TikTok. Show me some love on there. It's Morgan Gala Muse. Um, same thing on Twitter if you want to come and, and talk shit with me. Um, mm-hmm. I'm on all major platforms. Um, I have a YouTube channel. I have one music video out. I'm going to be dropping the next one soon. And then I also have covers that I post on YouTube as well. Okay. Where, so the, and you can find the, your latest, you said single. We can find uh, it's called erotica. It's featuring Nadia Nympho. Dope, dope rapper. Okay. Um, we got a video to it, but I um, yeah, just go on YouTube and type in Morgan Gala, G A Y L A, like Gala Apples. Okay, well, you guys heard it. You know where to reach Morgan Gala at. Thank you for uh, watching Talk on Topics.